Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Everybody and welcome to today's podcast. It is, oh uh, yeah, what is it? It is Tuesday, January eleventh, twenty twenty two. We're so glad that you are on today. Um, we are in the first Sunday after Epiphany. Um, so yeah, so this is uh the week after Epiphany, and the theme I didn't mention this yesterday, but the theme for this whole week is uh the Son of God. That's the theme, the Son of God, Jesus as the Son of God. Um, and so the key verse, the one key verse for the whole week of um, the first week, this first Sunday after Epiphany is, we have beheld his glory, the glory of the one and only Son from the Father. John 1, uh, 14. John 1, 14. So that's the theme. That's the theme for the whole week. Yeah, Son of God. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Trish. Good morning, everybody. Angie, good morning. Great to have you guys on. Um, yeah, and so in a, just a second here, we're going to read from Isaiah chapter 40. We're going to read from uh, Ephesians 1 and Mark chapter 1. So, yeah. So, yeah, we'll be getting into that. Good morning, Nona. Uh, yeah, hope you guys are having a good day again. If you stayed up late watching the national championship game, you're probably dragging a little bit this morning. Actually, probably if you stayed up watching the national championship game, you're not on right now. You're watching this later. So uh, unless you had to get to work or something. But yeah, congratulations, Georgia. 41 years. Finally got them a natty, a natty chip. <laughs> so that's awesome. And uh, yeah, glad for, glad for Kirby Smart. Just could not quite get past Alabama, but finally did it. Finally got the monkey off his back and won the big one. So that was awesome. Good for them. Good for them. And uh, now on to next year. On to next year. Now we all have hope again. We're all, we're, every team's ranked number one again. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Now on to the NFL playoffs, right? Yeah. So. All right. Let's do this, y'all. Welcome, everybody. So glad to have you guys on as we uh, dive into the, the, word, the Word of God. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. That's what we do. That's what we do. So let's do it. Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah 40. And we're going to begin at verse 25. Isaiah 40, verse 25. To whom will you compare me? This is the Lord speaking. To whom will you compare me? Or who is my equal? Says the Holy One. Lift up your eyes and look to the heavens. Who created all of these? Hmm. 
He who brings the starry host one by one and calls forth each of them by name because of his great power and mighty strength, not one of them is missing. Wow. Why do you complain, Jacob? Why do you, why do you say, Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord. My cause is disregarded by my God. You ever feel that way? God, you don't, you know, you don't, you don't know what I'm thinking about. You don't know what's going on. You don't know. Sometimes, uh, sometimes we, um, we forget that the Lord knows not only what we're doing, he knows what we're thinking. He knows what's in our heart, what's troubling us, what's weighing us down, what we're thinking about. Um, my way is hidden from the Lord. No, it's not. God knows everything. Verse 28. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary. Man, unlike us, right? Ooh, some of us this one we're like, I'm tired, y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm I'm tired. I'm fatigued. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. But God doesn't get tired. God doesn't wear out. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one, no one can fathom. He gives strength. Here we go. Here we go. Here's a word for you today. Here's a word for you today, man. He gives strength to the weary. He gives strength to the weary. Some of us need that, right, today. We need that strength. We need the strength from the weary and young men. And in, wait, he, he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths, even young peoples, even young people grow tired and weary. Look, don't feel bad if you grow tired and weary. Even the young people, even the young people grow tired and weary. Everybody gets tired and weary. And young men stumble and fall. Even the most stable, even the most agile. Even the, those that have, you know, seem to have more good days than bad days. Everybody going to have a bad day. Everybody stumbles and falls. But those who hope in the Lord. Oh, I love this verse, guys. This is awesome. Isaiah 40, 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not Faint. Yes. There's a, there'll be an, there'll be a, a, a an energy exchange, a power exchange from God to us. That's what the promise of that verse says. Is that uh, you know we get tired. Every human being, all of us get tired. All of us get weary. We get emotionally tired, physically tired, mentally fatigued, on and on and on. But God doesn't. And the good news is that when we're in relationship with, with him, when we're in relationship with the Lord, we can, we can get an energy exchange. He, he, we renew our, he renews our strength. You know what it reminds me of? Like those big, those planes that get refueled mid-flight. You ever seen one of those videos of, of uh, those uh, fighter jets being refueled mid-flight with a big tanker? It's like that with the Lord. We're flying around, you know, trying to do life, and then, but we get tired. The tank gets empty. 
The red light starts coming on, flashing. You're getting low. You're getting low. But the good news is those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will run and not go weary. weary. They will walk and not faint. They will soar. That big, that big tanker called the Lord God Almighty comes up next to us, lowers that conduit, and just to fill up our tank. Mm, mm, mm. Fills us up. Maybe you need that today. Maybe you need to see the Lord filling you up. He's with you. He has resources that you don't have, but that he is willing to give us if we ask. Lord, I need your strength today. God, I need your power today. I'm, I'm running low. I can feel it. And wise is the person, right? Wise is the person who realizes when they're running low. <laughs> Most of us don't necessarily have that great, that, that uh, our self-awareness on that is not always on point, right? We just, oh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then we just, just crash. Oh, wait, I guess it wasn't so good. But blessed is the person who's self-aware enough to know it's like, you know what? I'm tired, man. I'm fatigued. I'm uh, I'm running low. Um, <laughs> there's a good way to tell that, man. Ask the people around you if you're starting to get snappy and and, and short-tempered and uh, you know just you know kind of just biting at people. Ask them; they'll tell you. Say, like, "Am I getting my? I feel like I'm might being a little a little snippy at people. Am I? Oh yeah, mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are." Well, that might be a sign that you're tired, you're fatigued, you're stressed. But they um, who wait on the Lord, they will uh, run and not grow weary, walk and not faint. They shall mount up with eagles, wings like eagles. Yeah, that's awesome. Ref refueled. All right, let's just let's jump over to Ephesians chapter one. Ephesians chapter one. Started reading a little bit of this yesterday. Today we are continuing on in that same chapter, this time uh, beginning, today beginning at verse 15. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15. Let's see what the Apostle Paul writes to the Ephesian church here, and then what God has to say to us. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, love for God, love for his people, about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. And what a great prayer for us today, that we might have a spirit of wisdom and revelation, discernment, um, that it might be disclosed to us um, so that, you know, not that, not that we can be the guru of all knowledge and wisdom, but so that we might know God better, so that we might know him better. And that's why we do this, man, right? That's why we do this. We spend time in God's word. We spend time in fellowship. We spend time around the people of God so that we might know him better. We spend time in private prayer so that we might know him better, that we might... Uh, that we might receive a spirit of wisdom and revelation. I pray that for each one of you today, that each one of you um, might have a spirit, um, that the Father might give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you might know him better. Pray for myself, that I might know him better. 
Hey, we are, by the way, by the way, we are in the uh, 21 days of prayer and fasting right now. Day two, day two. Um, so each day I'm, I'm, you know, personally, just kind of let you know what I'm doing. Missing, missing a meal every day. Not, not, a, not as a dietary plan, guys. I'm not doing this for a dietary plan. I'm doing this for a spiritual purpose. Now, if there's some, if it saves me a few cows, that's good too. That's good too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I could use it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's be honest. I can, I can use it. You know, now don't be nice. Y'all be nice. Y'all be nice. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not doing it to lose cows. I'm doing it to draw so that I might know him better. So, uh, yeah. So what, what are you, uh, what are you doing for the 21 days of fasting? What are you doing? Um, hopefully you, uh, have already decided and are executing your plan so that, um, um, so there might be a time of drawing close to God. That's how fasting works, right? Whenever that thing or whatever it is you usually lean into, instead of that, you lean into God. It's a way of drawing, being, reminding ourselves physically um, of our dependence on God. So anyway, a little, uh, little, uh, little tangent there on fasting, but I hope, you're, hope you'll be a part of it. Uh, verse 18, I pray that the eyes of your heart might be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. Remember that old song? I mean, I'm, this is old. You know, I do that a lot, right? Remember that old song? Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. You know that song. You know, you know that jam. That's kind of this song. This, oh, this little verse right here always reminds me of that. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. In order, why? Why does it? Why does he want the eyes of their heart to be open? In order that you might know the hope, the glorious hope to which he has called you. Ooh, ooh, it's about encouragement. We start getting tired. What encourages you? When the eyes of our hearts can be open and we can see, i.e., be reminded, be reminded of the hope to which he's called us. The riches, what hope? The, well, the, the hope that is the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power, incomparably great power for us who believe. Wow. So what's the hope? The hope is that there are these glorious riches that are for, for God's people, that are available for us in God's people, and that there is that there, and that there, and that there is this incomparably comparable great power that is at work for us who believe. Wow. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand of the heavenly in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion. And every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fulfillment of him who fills everything in every way. Woo! Praise God. He fills everything in every way. Wow. You see that right there? Man, I love that. He placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for what? For the church. For you, well, you know, we're talking about Revelation right now. One of the beautiful images of Revelation is 
Jesus walking among the lampstands, and the lampstands are uh, the church, and he's tending to the church. He's in the fellowship. I'll talk some about that this Sunday. Uh, he, he's in the presence of the people of God. Man, if you want to know the, if you want to be near the activity of God, you want to be near the heart of Jesus, you got to be with the church. Yes. People's like, well, you don't have to be a, you, you, you don't have to be in a building to be in the church. Uh, true. And you also cannot be the church by yourself. You know, I don't have to be in the church. I don't have to, the church isn't a building. True. And neither are you by yourself. You by yourself ain't the church either. <laughs> and we see Jesus walking around, walking among the lampstands. And here he says he's placed all things under his feet. God's placed all things under Jesus' feet, at Jesus' feet, and appointed him to be head over everything, head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Man, Jesus loves the church. It's his body. It's his people. It's where the primary activity of God takes place in and through the church on behalf of the world. It's both. The work of God takes place within the people of God on behalf of the world. Mm, 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 mm. Sometimes we say that. like, uh, And it's partially true. Like, look, look around in the world to see where God is working. Um, that's kind of true. But it might be better to look into the in look in the church, look into the people of God. What is God doing in the people of God? That's where the primary activity of God, of God is on behalf of the world. He's stirring the people of God to do something for the world. Because you can because Jesus ain't walking around the lampstands because there ain't no lampstands in the world. He ain't working. He walking around the world that way. What he's working he's walking around the lampstands of the church, tending to the lamp to light that is in the church, so that it gets brighter to adding a little oil, trimming the wick so that the, the light in the church shines brighter and brighter so that it illuminates a path for the world to come to him. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where is it in our lives that the wick needs to be trimmed a little bit? Where is it that we need a little more oil, right? Maybe, we, maybe we're tired. We need, to, we, need to, we, need to, we need a little oil from the Lord. Lord, fill me up. Brighten me up. Help me to be a light where I, where I go. Help me be a light where I work. Help me to be uh, one who lights the path properly for you. Yeah. And sometimes what helps that is to be reminded of the hope that we have. Man, you start being reminded of that, of that hope that we have in Jesus. And guess what happens to that light? That light in you, the light of Christ that is in you, starts getting a little brighter. Starts getting a little brighter. Yeah. The eyes of our hearts are open and we see the glorious riches of the saints. Like all that God has planned and in store for us and for all the redeemed. Yes. Awesome. All right. I, uh, on to Mark. Mark chapter 1. We read through 13 yesterday. We're going to read 14 through 28. Mark four, uh, chapter 1, 14 through 28. Let's do it. After John was in prison, Jesus went into Galilee proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. That's the message, man. The universal message of the gospel is repent and believe the good news. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent, turn, 
and believe the good news. Verse 16, as Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother, Andrew, casting a net into the sea or into the lake, for they were fishermen. Yeah. Come follow me, and I will make you out to fish for people. Woo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you a fisherman of people. No more fishing for, for a little uh, tilapia in the Sea of Galilee. It's time to go fish for some people. And at once they left their nets and followed them, followed him. When he had gone a little farther, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John in a boat, preparing their nets. Without delay, he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. And Zebedee's like, hey, boys, boys, where you going? <laughs> but hey, boys, wait, we ain't done here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, actually, this was quite a, this was quite a, um, this was a second chance, man. Uh, Jewish Jewish young men generally they went through uh, through the educational process and at different points uh, they if they could not if they couldn't make the cut they went and uh, completed and participated in their father's trade. So basically, at you know after elementary school or middle or middle school, if a if a student was not you know among the elite um, uh, for religious training, they would then kind of check out in middle school and go and compete. Uh, and, and learn their father's trade. And then that happened again after high school. So those that could make the cut stayed on through like the secondary education and they were trained. And then at, there was another cut if, at that point. Um, then you w went and learned your father's trade. But um, only the, the elite were able to go and follow a rabbi and learn from him. And so these guys, they had, they had been cut at some point, either after that first time or that, uh, second time they got cut, and so they were back with their father fishing. And here Jesus, this incredible rabbi, comes along and says, hey, follow me. They've been called back into the game. They've been told, you're good enough. I, I want you to follow me. I'm inviting you to follow me. This was a huge come. That's why it's like, that's why it's not shocking that they dropped what they were doing and they followed, because this was a huge honor. This was a second chance. And Jesus comes to us and today and says, follow me. Verse 21. Then they went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went to the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Just then, a man in their synagogue who was possessed by an impure spirit cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. See, the, the impure spirit, they know he knows who Jesus is. Verse 25, be quiet, said Jesus. Come out of him. And the impure spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. Wow. The people were so amazed that they asked each other, what is this? A new teaching and with authority. He even gives orders to impure spirits and they obey him. And news about him spread over the whole region of Galilee. Wow. Wow. You know, Jesus has got power over unclean spirits. 
He's got, he's what? God has made him over everything. He's got dominion over everything. He is over all and in all. He fills all what? For the church. For the church. <laughs> yes. He's building himself a church. People of God. Yeah. Well, I hope this is an encouraging word to you today. I hope that if you're tired and worn out and fatigued, that uh, you renew your strength in the Lord today. Um, he, he is eager to, uh, to refill you. Those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They shall mount up with things like eagles. They will walk and not grow weary. They will run and not faint. Yes. Waiting on the Lord. Yeah, may, our, may the eyes of our heart be open today to see that, that he is there for us. He is with us. He is for us. All right, you guys, you know what we do. We read, we pray, we change the world. It's time to do the second part of that, which is to pray. <laughs> so let's do it. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you that, uh, that we have this great promise that when we get tired, uh, first of all, when we get tired, you do not. You never get tired. You never sleep. You never fade. There's no, uh, nothing is comparable to you. Every mortal thing gets tired, but you're immortal. You're all powerful. And so you never sleep or slumber. And so, Lord, we can come to you when we're tired when we're fatigued. And Lord, maybe some of my friends today, that's exactly where they are today. They're tired. They're worn out. They're stressed. God, may today they hear the gentle voice of their loving Father saying, I'm with you. I've got you. I'm for you. Just wait on me. And Lord, may through that, may they also experience the exchange of strength that comes from you to them. Renew their souls today, God. Renew their spirits. Lord, bless each and every person today. Help us today through that renewal to be a light to the world that would draw people to you, that would, draw, that would light the path back to your heart. God, whatever we do today, may that be true of us. May we be a light everywhere we go, whether we're in our homes, whether we're out in our communities, whether we're at our workplaces, at schools, on the job site, in the community organization, wherever we are, may your light shine clearly through us. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you today. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Uh, thank you so much for sharing this, for putting sharing it on your timeline, for subscribing, for liking it, leaving a comment if you're listening to the podcast. All those things, really, really appreciate that. Thank you for helping to grow this community so that more people can be in God's Word, which is the purpose for it all. If you ever you want to give me some feedback about the podcast, you can do that at Bible Study Podcast 2020, Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Always love to hear from you. Appreciate you guys. You guys have a fantastic Tuesday, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on pastor terry's bible study podcast we hope you enjoyed today's show if this episode has been an encouragement to you please help us by spreading the word about the podcast you can do that by giving us a thumbs up subscribing and sharing it with your friends you can also find me pastor terry as well as bayside church in safety harbor florida on all social media platforms the church you will find at bayside church sh again thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends until next time remember God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. 
God bless you. We'll see you next time.